I think the only thing that blocks most goals is limiting beliefs uh -huh. and just not having discipline and the consistency, which I do think I'm quite disciplined and very consistent. So mm -hmm. I think it's just the limiting beliefs of, uh, I'm just getting it done. Mm -hmm. And I think, uh, you know, work on it every day to think I'm capable of more and more and more. And uh, just being confident in what you're selling or what you're delivering mm -hmm. and knowing that, you know, it is the best. And what yeah. I have and all everything that I'm doing, I do believe it's superior to anything else on the market. So to remind myself is, you know, I have this. This has already helped thousands and thousands of people. I, even last night at, at the, the dinner, mm -hmm. or actually the, the VIP party. Yeah. And some member of my credit stacking group rolled up to me and he was just so excited to meet me. And I was mm -hmm. so excited to meet him. And he was telling the story about, he was telling the story to these other people in the circle. And I pulled out my phone and I was, I was starting to record him. <laughs> and he's like, dude, Jack has helped me get like $150,000. I put this into my e-commerce business that grew. Then I had money for my real estate business that grew. And now I'm living That's this awesome. amazing life. And so like to remind myself of the impact that I'm having and to think that I, I can continue to have this impact on other people will help, you know, uh, get rid of those limiting beliefs. Totally. And you mentioned something really quick about just believing in what you've already done for people. And then that's why it makes it so much easier to sell, right? Something that I tell like our salespeople all the time is if you don't have unwavering belief and conviction in your product or service, that's actually helping people, then you should quit right now and go work somebody somewhere else. Because when you have that conviction, it truly just like oozes from you. Like you, you, mean you are so certain. That's why Ryan's able to pitch from stage. That's why like I'm able to talk about it. Cause like I've seen what it's done for my life. I've seen what's done for other people's lives. And when you, and when you have that true belief, it makes it so much easier to sell, to bring clients on, um, and, because everyone thinks sales gets kind of like a bad rep because that you have these people who aren't convicted or who don't believe in their products and they're still selling it anyway. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, man, I, I think that's super important for anything that you do in life is like, you have to have true belief and true conviction in in whatever it is. Right. And so I, I think that's major. So I love that you brought that up. Yeah. And I think when you have a good service that, you know, is impacting people in a positive way, it's, you know, it's your obligation mm -hmm. to get them into your program or service or you're buying a product because you know it's going to help their life. Mm -hmm. And so you're, you're like, you're doing them a disservice on not relaying the value and getting them involved. If you know, it's going to help them. Totally. That's so what we that say too. Yeah. It's like, dude, I, if you don't join, it's not going to change my life. I don't need your, whatever you're paying for our programs. Like it's, it's going to change your life. And so, and that's the, the conversation that we typically have. Um, but why not just, scale with salespeople right now. I know you got two. Mm -hmm. So what's blocking you guys from just like, Hey, let's hire 10. It's a good question. <laughs> it's a good question. Um, it's probably just a limiting belief to be honest. Yeah. I mean, cause that's how I, it's, that's how we were too, by the way. I like, mean, that's the reason why I'm asking that for the last probably about year, we stayed pretty steady at the salespeople that we had. We had, I think, eight or so between, yeah, we had four closers, four setters, and we had like one person on this event sales team. Mm -hmm. And at the time we were like having some of our closers sell some of our tickets to the event, or like we would like just figure a few things out here and there, but we never had like a set team. And then we really sat down and we we're like, why the heck aren't we just throwing gas in the fire. Like our cost wow. per leads good. Our, um, our team closes at a decent rate. Like what are we doing? And so then what, what is a, what is a decent rate? What's a decent close rate? What's a decent show up rate? 
Um, I can talk about like the industry standards and kind of like where we're at. Um, and it's fluctuated, right? We've had months where we were at like a 40 to 30% close rate. With, I'm sorry, show rate, um, which okay. is terrible. Yeah. Right. That's not good. Um, this month was actually one of our better months. So we're sitting right around like 65%. I don't ever see it like getting above 70 in our space. So we're like the technically B2B, but it's more so business to consumer, right? It's like a lot of these people who are solopreneurs or who want to get into real estate or who want to start building their content. And actually I'll, I'll split it really quick um, with our content creation programs when like, especially when we were doing Pineda Media, which is like our agency services, these guys are established. We're charging like 25 grand for six months to like get in. And so it's, it's a, it's a pricey program. So these guys already have businesses. That show rate was way better. Mm. That show rate was closer to like 70 to 80% okay. because these guys are like, business owners. They're, they're punctual. They show up for stuff. It is what it is. Then we have people who are, you know, they, they're just trying to get into real estate or they're brand new. They don't, they don't have any business acumen. They're not, they might not show up for the call. Yeah. Right. So when, so in your space or at our space where these guys who aren't necessarily like super established quite yet, I'd guess probably 60% is like, a, if, if you're cruising at 60%, no one's gonna be mad. Um, and what we do now is we double book our calendars. Um, so we know that the best we can do is a 60% show rate. So we're going to have two appointments scheduled at that time. Yeah. We have an appointment manager who like, let's say they both show up. Um, the chances of that are pretty low, but if they do, then we have somebody who's going to come in and like manage that and book it with another closer. Mm. So that way we're just maximizing their team, that, that their time. That's great. Yeah. So uh, great. I think that's huge. That's helped. We've done that the last like month and a half and it's made a big impact. Nice. Um, no, and then on the close side, uh, I think you should be anywhere. It depends on like your process, right? Because I know you mentioned that you're going like direct to closer. So there's some more qualification there. I think anything like 20% should be the benchmark across the board. Um, that's what I, I saw when I was like doing tech sales. 20%, sorry to cut you off, 20% yeah. of who shows up to the call. Yep. Or on the calendar. 20% of who shows up to the call. Um, cause on the calendar, you can't control that. Um, obviously there are things that you can do with like automated texts, automated emails, all that kind of stuff. But, um, for the most part, it's minimum 20%, no matter what. And then, uh, from there, it depends on your qualification process and stuff like that. Uh, you know, I, I've had some closers do months where like they're at 40%, mm -hmm. but like my top guy, he hovers right around 30%. That's like, so that's kind of our North star. But again, there is still some qualification, um, in our process too, because some people can book direct to our calendars. Sometimes people lie on the application, whatever. So that does drop his rate. Okay. That makes sense. And so you said something super valuable to me last night and mm -hmm. that was about, you know, if, if someone's going through, if, if you have a product or service that has, you know, a, a good bit of qualifications mm -hmm. and someone's going through that call application and they seem, if, if the truthful answers and they seem mm -hmm. super qualified, it goes direct to closer. Yep. And if some of the answers are like, ah, this guy might not be qualified, um, as qualified at that point, then it would go to a setter. Mm -hmm. That's something that's we're correct. not doing. And that's, that was yeah. So like the way that model works, and this is the same for almost all businesses. Um, you know, for example, if you're buying software, typically they have like the lower version, then you have like the SMB or small to medium sized business version. So that's like, for example, we're bought, we just bought payroll software. So we fit into like that 50 to hundred employee category. Okay. And so we got set up with the SMB closer. 
right? And then you got the enterprise people, you got like the Googles, the Facebooks of the world. And then that goes to like a higher ticket person, right? So like mm -hmm. even like big software companies do it. And then on our end, yeah, so we do it based on an app. So we, based on however you answer your questions. So for example, again, I mean, for every, for anyone who wants to book a call, like you're going to go through this process. Um, but it's, you based on like, Hey, how much capital do you have to invest? How soon do you want to move forward? Um, and I think like one other question based on those things, if you answer like the highest tier on all of them, mm -hmm. then yeah, you're going straight to our closer and you go into our, our top guy.